0: we want to go to the word of the Lord right now Ephesians chapter 10 or 6 there is no chapter 10 <laughs> chapter 6 but Paul said finally my brothers be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might that is an incredible verse when I, have, when I don't feel like I have any strength I can be strong in the Lord And in the power of his might. Another version says, and in his mighty power. Verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The word wiles means the strategies, the schemes of the devil. Verse 13, he said, wherefore take to you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day And listen to what he says there, and having done all, to stand. We're going to talk today about standing. I want to talk to you about this one little word that we just read. It's a small word, and at first glance it doesn't seem to be that significant. But today, we're going to talk about it. I want you to to know that the Bible says that we need to stand in the evil day. Let's stand. Amen. If you're going to make it as a Christian, you've got to stand. This is no easy walk through the park. You've got to be able to stand. You've got to stand. Let's pray. Father, we praise you. Lord, I magnify you. I thank you, Lord, for the presence of your spirit here today. Jesus, I praise your holy name. We ask you, God, to guide us, to be with us in the rest of this service, to Overshadow your word and that it would be planted on good ground, not ground where it could be stolen out by the enemy, but on good ground where it will rest and grow and produce a crop and produce a harvest. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. Paul said some very interesting things in these verses, and he described the day in which he lived. He's not talking about us today, he's talking about the day that he lived in. And he said, This is an evil day. Well, if that day was evil, what is today? <laughs> Likewise, the day that we live in is an evil day. And all you have to do is look around, and you will see that we live in an evil day. But where sin abounds, Paul said that the grace of God does much more abound. When life when life is at his worst, God is at his best. When life is crazy, When it totally doesn't make sense, God's Word tells us to stand, to stand. To stand in Christ means that you have a backbone. We don't just run away at the first sign of the enemy rising up. To stand in Christ means that you're not going to give up. To stand in Christ means giving up, throwing in the towel, turning back, is not even an option amen Amen. can you say praise the lord in this house we live in a day where sin debauchery darkness evil are promoted by the world and the media and the truth of the word is literally looked down upon and those things the debauchery the darkness the evil has come into a lot of the church world a lot of the church world Amen? Everything, it seems to be just turned around from the way it should be. Evil is celebrated while righteousness is hated. Christians are now painted as the crazy one. Meanwhile, our children are subjected to drag shows and libraries. And that demonic spirit is even in some churches. Several months back I showed you pictures of an event at a Methodist church where they had a drag show and they had two little children sitting on the platform being groomed at church by the pastor. Needless to say that church didn't stand. Christians are painted as the loony ones though. We're painted as what's wrong in society. We're painted as as the, the crackpots, the crazies instead of the twisted world that we live in but it's to be expected why because so many people in the world seem to have just sold their souls the media has sold their soul and after the church world you know the church world itself doesn't help true doctrine in many places is simply just thrown out the baptism of the holy spirit is frowned upon baptism in the name of jesus is frowned upon and in many churches you can't even lift your hands and praise They'll tell you, we don't do that here. I had a friend years and years ago got kicked out of a church because he had his hands up. They said, we don't do that. And in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the craziness, in the midst of the insanity, there is one thing that the church has to do, and that is we must stand. If we don't stand, this world is doomed. So goes the modern family, so goes the church. So goes the church, so goes our nation. And our nation is in trouble. We've got to stand. It's said that if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Amen? That's an old saying that I believe it's true. Stand. In Acts chapter 2, the Spirit poured out on the believers, and God was moving in a great way, and it says this. I'm not going to quote the whole verse, but it says in Acts 2 and 14, but Peter standing up. He had just been knocked down 50 days before this, but now he stood up. Peter stood up. Peter said, I'm going to stand. Peter didn't sit down. Simon, Peter didn't turn around. Simon didn't shrink back. He didn't look left, and he didn't look right. The Bible says that he stood. He stood And he preached. And when the crowd was convicted of their sins, they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, they were convicted, they were torn on the inside, and they said, what should we do? Acts 2 and 38. Then Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I love what verse 39 says. For the promise is to you amen the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call Peter stood and he preached in my opinion the greatest sermon in the New Testament and This was after the ascension of the Lord. What a message he preached that day. Read all of Acts chapter 2 sometime. He was preaching. Peter stood and he preached this great message. And he said, you've got to repent. Repentance is something that has been thrown out of, of a lot of religious circles. Repent doesn't just mean to say you're sorry for your sins Lord be my savior it's a lot deeper than that repentance means to change your mind right. about God and the offer of salvation that he has given to you and it means to turn around and head towards God Amen. like the prodigal son did he turned around and he headed back to his father you got to turn around change the way that you think change the way that you think about the word of God and the offer that God has placed before you jesus said if we don't repent jesus said if you don't repent you shall all likewise perish repentance means not just feeling sorry for your sins but it means to change your mind change the way that you think about god and salvation through christ repentance means to turn around from where you are headed and turn back to god without repentance there is no means of salvation Peter stood and he preached, Peter stood and he preached, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, amen, can you clap your hands this morning, amen, then he kept preaching, I love the whole sermon, but then he kept preaching, in verse 40 it says, and with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves King James says, from this untoward generation, it means wicked or perverted generation. Save yourselves from this, genera- this perverse generation. Peter stood and he preached the bread of life. Are you glad that Peter stood? Are you glad that Simon stood up and he preached the word of the Lord? Amen, amen, amen. I'm so glad that, that he stood. It didn't say that anyone else did it. It said he stood. And he began to proclaim the word of the Lord. But here's the thing. We've got to let go of our past. He had a past. It wasn't a good one. He denied the Lord three times. He even cussed when he did it. I'm so glad that, that Jesus chose people like that because when i got saved i thought everybody in the bible was perfect i'd never read the bible i didn't know simon peter was a cussing sword carrying wanting to decapitate decapitate another man i mean he was a rough guy you remember that when they came to arrest jesus he tried to cut that guy's head off but he wasn't a good swordsman and he got the ear instead and jesus had to heal the guy he, he chose Simon the Zealot. That was another disciple. Simon the Zealot. Zealots went around killing people. Yep. <laughs> they went around murdering and killing Romans. They were bad guys. All of these guys. Matthew, a hated tax collector. Can you imagine being a tax collector for Rome in that day and time? You were hated. You were the most Well, it's kind of still the same way, the IRS. <laughs> They're not exactly popular today. But these, these were just regular, common people. And Jesus got a hold of them and changed their lives. And Simon fell flat on his face. But then after he got a hold of the Spirit of God, the Bible says he stood. And we've got to stand. He had a choice. He could live in his failures or he could stand. Peter chose to stand. If you're going to stand, if you're going to stand you've got to let go of your past we've all got a past we've all made mistakes we've all had done things and have regrets but peter let go of it all and he stood you know if you've got if you've made mistakes if you've blown it somehow repent before the lord and then move on don't live in it treva calls living in past mistakes she calls it digging up dead bones my past used to torment me because I was I was a pastor and I walked away from God and I gave up on everything. And my past tormented me for years. And Treva sat me down one time, looked me in the eye, and she said, you have got to stop digging up dead bones and look to what is ahead. And thank God I did. Paul made mistakes, sins, murders. He Persecuted the church. He threw men and women and children into prison, and he shut down churches. But then on the the Damascus Road, Paul met Jesus. He can't see a thing. He knows that that God, that Yahweh, is speaking to him. His eyes, he can't see, and he says, "Who are you, Lord?" And he hears a voice out of heaven say, "Jesus, whom you're persecuting." Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Paul had a past, but Paul knew that he would never have a future in Christ if he didn't let go of the past, and here is what he said about it. Philippians 3 and 13, at the end of the verse he said, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press toward the goal of the upward call of Christ, of God in Christ Jesus. Look at what he said there, folks this he said this one thing i do forgetting what is back there and reaching forward to what is in jesus christ that's some good advice that is some good advice we've all known people that their past was like shackles and chains and they could not get rid of it can you imagine if that stool was chained to me and i couldn't get it off of me dragging it around everywhere I'd go. Well, that's what some people do with their past. Paul said, I'm forgetting that thing. I'm leaving it where it belongs, in the past, in the past. He said, one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, look ahead to the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Peter had to forget the mistakes and failures of his past and stand Paul had to leave behind the mistakes and the failures of his past and stand. It's going to be hard for us to stand if we're dwelling on what we did wrong before. I don't care if it was a week ago or 30 years ago. Dwelling on the past, dwelling on past sins, dwelling on past failures, dwelling on past mistakes can stop you from standing now. Let it go. Repent ask for forgiveness, and move on. Think about it. We have no spiritual, legal right to remember our past sins. We don't have a right. They are forgiven, and they are washed in the blood of Jesus. They can't get any more white. Psalm 103, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not His benefits. I love the benefits. Let's look at the benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? (laughs) Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from destruction? Who crowns your life with loving kindness and tender mercies? How many of our sins did it say He had forgiven? How many diseases did it say he healed? All. Don't let your past define you. Look to the now. Stand in Jesus. Don't turn around. Don't back down. Don't run. Stand. Be strong in the Lord. In the modern church era that we are in, there is so much emphasis on self. Self and making self better. Having a stronger self. And Paul knew that it wasn't about self he knew that it was about being strong in Christ why is this so important because when you are strong in the Lord Jesus Christ you can stand in my own strength I have failed in your own strength you have failed in Peter's own strength Peter failed in Paul's own strength he failed but in the strength of the Lord Peter stood and he didn't just stand he preached he preached Paul said in our verse today be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might on my own I am not sufficient on my own now Treva says I am but I'm not on my own I am prone to go sideways I promise you on my own (laughs) I make a mess out of everything (laughs) but in him through the power of the spirit i can walk with him and do all things through christ who strengthens me i don't even understand that to be honest with you i just know it's real and i've experienced it on our own we are weak we are powerless but through him through jesus christ we can walk in the power of the spirit Philippians 4.13, you know this verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm so glad. Stand in Him. Stand in Him. Stand in Him. On our own, when our flesh is weak, we can turn to Him, and through the power of the Spirit, we can be strong, and we can stand. If sickness... Amen. If sickness hits you stand stand on the truth of the word of god and don't accept anything else yes. first peter chapter 2 verse 24 who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live to righteousness by whose stripes you are healed we are healed we just have to receive it and I'm telling you we are going to see I, I believe that we are going to see biblical miracles again in the church when the enemy reminds you of your sinful past stand stand on the word of God that says he carried our sins on the cross when you don't feel loved stand on the word stand on John three sixteen. for God so loved the world Stand on that. When depression hits you, stand on the word of God that says, stand on it. When depression attacks you, stand on this verse. With joy shall you draw water from the wells of salvation. I'm telling you, and we see this more and more today, depression, anxiety, fear. I'm telling you, if you struggle with those things, sometimes I do. Get alone with him. Put on some worship music and begin to praise Him. And I'm telling you, you you can't stay depressed if you're worshiping Him. You can't stay full of fear if your hands are lifted in praise. Stand and choose joy. Stand and choose peace. Stand and choose happiness. Stand and choose salvation. Stand and choose Jesus in every single situation. Come on, let's clap our hands again. Stand in him. Stand in him. No matter what comes, stand. When it's dark as midnight and you don't know what to do, stand. Don't back down. Don't turn around. Don't run away. Turn to Jesus and stand. Just stand. It's amazing what happens when we just stand. Moses is at the Red Sea, there's mountains on each side, Pharaoh's army behind him, the ocean in front of him, and he stood, and he told that crowd, he said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, stand, stand, don't back down, don't quit, people that you see at the grocery store, they're counting on you, your family that doesn't know God, they're counting on you your loved ones need you to stand they need you to stand i've come too far to turn around now so have you we've got to stand let's stand together let's but let's stand in the spirit if you're going through something today find the promise of god that pertains to your situation quote it believe it memorize it and stand Find out what God says about it and then stand. Stand and watch God show up and watch Him show off and show out. Amen. Let's let's praise Him right now. Lord, we magnify You. Hallelujah. We praise You in this house. Oh, God, let Your Spirit empower us and help us to stand. Help us to stand. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand, stand in the full armor of God. Stand, oh hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, let this sink down in our hearts today, that we need to stand. Jesus, I praise you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In my life, when I didn't have the courage to stand and I stood anyway, all of a sudden, I felt the loving arms of our Savior behind me, holding me up as I stood. Because when we're weak, that's when we become strong in Jesus. Some of you ladies can play, pray with Shauna, please. Shauna needs help. Amen. We're going to help her stand. Oh, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Oh, we, let's just worship him for a moment oh hallelujah jesus jesus fill us with you jesus fill us with you baptize us in the spirit